Hello and welcome to the 215 Workman's Podcast. My name is Brother Robert Reynolds. I'm from KJB Wright Division Radio in Lipa City, Batangas, Philippines. This is the podcast of myself and Brother Landon Dunn, and uh, we appreciate you all being with us today to uh, hear this message that uh, we have for you, and we pray that it's a blessing to you and a help to you. Amen. Okay, so uh, what I'm going to do today is uh, I'm going to... Uh, preach a little bit on the world and its course. The world and its course. Okay, so please go with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And we, we will read verses 1 to 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Verses 1 to 5. Starting in verse 1, the King James Bible says this, Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully. But by manifestation of the uh, truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. In whom, pay attention to this, in whom the God of this world, little g, hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them and in verse 5 for we preach not ourselves but Christ Jesus the Lord and ourselves your servants for Jesus sake alright so before we get into this uh, preaching let's distinguish between the earth and the world. Right? They are not the same. Okay, so the earth, the earth is the planet. Okay, the planet earth. Alright, uh, Genesis 1, 1 and 2. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Alright, so, now, let's go. Let's go to verse 9. And God said, Let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. And in verse 10, And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters called he seas. And God saw that it was good. Alright, so, so now what is the world the world is people 
cities, towns, kingdoms of this earth. Amen. It is the present evil world system on this earth. All right, look at Isaiah 23. Isaiah 23:17. And it shall come to pass after the end of 70 years that the Lord will visit Tyre, and she shall turn to her hire and shall commit fornication with all the kingdoms of the world upon the face of the earth. You see that? The kingdoms of the world upon the face of the earth. Now go to Galatians 1. Galatians 1. And let's read verses 4. And five. Well, let's start in three. Grace be to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil world, according to the will of God and our Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. So, this world is wicked, it's dark, it's sinful. Amen? And, point number one, this world, this dark, sinful world, is the empire of Satan. Remember, he is the God of this world, little g, right? 2 Corinthians 4 in our text verses. Verses 3 and 4. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Alright, so he, he is Satan. Alright, he is the God of this world. He is the prince of this world. John twelve thirty one. John twelve thirty one. Let's start in thirty. Jesus answered and said, uh, This voice came not because of me, but for your sakes. Now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out. Now go to John 16, 
verses 7 to 11. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin, because they believe not on me. So it's a sin to not believe on Christ. Uh, of righteousness, because I go to my Father and ye see me no more. And in verse 11, of judgment, because the Prince... Of this world is judged. So Satan is the god of this world, as I have said, um, and this is how he was able to offer the kingdoms of the world to Christ when he tempted him three times. Okay, look at Matthew 4. Matthew chapter 4. And um, we'll start in verse 8. Again, the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. And saith unto him, All these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. And listen to what Christ says in verse 10. Then said Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. And in verse 11, Then the devil leaveth him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him him so how how did Satan become the God of this world well before he was Satan he was Lucifer he was the anointed cherub that covereth and uh, he had dominion of the earth. Right? And, uh, and he became prideful. And he gave five I wills. Okay, go to Isaiah 14. Isaiah 14. And uh, let's start in verse 12. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which disweaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. And then verse 15. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. Okay. 
All right, so he gave those five I wills because of his pride. All right, and then because of Lucifer's pride, God judged the earth and the universe with a flood and darkness. And Lucifer lost dominion of the earth. Now, notice... Notice those five I wills. Where? Where do you think that Lucifer was when he gave those five I wills? There is only one place that Lucifer could have been when he gave those. And that is on earth. Alright, and so now he lost that, and later on, God makes man in his image, and he gives dominion of the earth to man. And this is why. This is why Satan, he attacked Adam through Eve. And now, he is God of this world. So, If, if you are listening to me on the radio or you're watching this, uh, this uh, video, this podcast, and you have never put your faith and trust in Christ and His death, burial, and resurrection... I want you to know that God, the God of heaven, is not your father. Your father is the devil. Satan. Look at John 8. John chapter 8. And uh, let's start in verse 43. Why do ye not understand my speech? Even because ye cannot hear my word. Ye are of your father the devil. And the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth. Because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own. For he is a liar and the father 
of it. And because I tell you the truth, ye believe me not. So here, Christ is, uh, he's speaking here to the Pharisees. And he's telling the Pharisees that ye are of your father, the devil. If you're unsaved, God is not your father. But Satan is. So, let's go. Let's go to point number two. This dark, sinful world has rejected Christ. Look at John chapter 1. Verses 10 and 11. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. So, God came to this earth, manifest in the flesh. He came into his own, which is the Jews. And his own received him not. You know, Christ, their king and his kingdom, was offered to the Jews. But they rejected him, they rejected his kingdom. And in Acts 7, they stoned Stephen. Look at Acts 7. Acts 7 verses 54 to 60. You know, Stephen, he was um, he was preaching and um, he gave uh, the history of the Jews, and then he preached Christ. And listen to this: when they heard these things, they were cut to the heart, and they gnashed on him with their teeth. But he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. So let me, let me stop right there. Notice that Jesus was not sitting at the right hand of God. He was standing on the right hand of God. Why do you think he was standing? Some, some think that that uh, he was applauding Stephen 
But that's not the case. He was standing because at this time, the Jews were being offered again his, uh, their, their king, Christ, and his kingdom. And if they would have accepted Christ and his kingdom, then Christ would have come back to earth. All right, in verse 56, And said, Behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. Then they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and ran upon him with one accord and cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at a young man's feet whose name was Saul. That is the Apostle Paul. He was known as Saul back then. And they stoned Stephen, calling upon God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. In verse 60, And he kneeled down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. So, I want you to see I want you to see today what rejection of Christ does look at Romans chapter 1 Romans chapter 1, and um, we'll start in verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Alright, so, if you are unsaved, you are under the wrath of God. Alright, verse 19, Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has showed it unto them, for the invisible things of Him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. So, you know, people say, well, I'm an atheist. God don't exist. But really and truly, according to those verses right there, there is no such thing as an atheist. Everybody knows that God exists. He wrote his laws on, on every man's heart. So they know the problem is they just reject him because they do not want him to interfere in their business. Now, rejection of Christ. Verse 21. Because that when they 
knew God. They glorified him not as God. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. Verse 23. And changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and the four-footed beasts and creeping things. So they know God, they glorified Him not as God, neither were they thankful, and became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. You know the next step after this? The next step is homosexuality. Verse 24, Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worship and serve the creature more than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meat. In verse 28, And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. So, rejection of Christ, not believing on Him, that is the one sin, the one sin that will send a person straight to hell. It's not about what we do that sends a person to hell. It's about what we don't do. Look at John 16. John 16, verses 7 to 9. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he has come, he will approve the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. And in verse 9, pay attention to this. Of sin, because they believe not. On me. 
So the sin of unbelief is what sends a person to hell. All right? This world, I want to show you something about this world. Go to John 3. And, uh, and we'll start in verse 16. This here is, uh, or should be, a very familiar verse with most people. For God so loved the world. Notice past tense. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I, so let me say something real quick about John 3.16. You know, many, many folks, many uh, soul winners will use this verse while out soul winning. But I want you to know that John 3.16 is not the gospel. It's the gospel that saves But John 3.16 is not the gospel. Because John 3.16 don't even say how God gave his son. What did Christ do? Alright, now. Verse 17. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Okay, so, so why didn't Christ come to earth to condemn the world? Verse 18. He that believeth on him is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already because he had not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. So Christ didn't condemn the world because the world is already condemned. The world is condemned to hell. But if you just believe and trust Christ and his death, burial, and resurrection as found in 1 Corinthians 15 verses 1 to 4, that is the gospel that we preach today that is the gospel that saves today if you believe that and you trust that then you'll be reconciled back to God and you're saved and you have eternal life but if not if you reject Christ This, this is what's going to happen. Go to John 12. John chapter 12, verse 48. And this is uh, Christ speaking here. And he said, He that rejecteth me and receiveth not, my words 
hath one that judgeth him the word that I have spoken the same shall judge him in the last day now go to Revelation chapter 20 Revelation chapter 20 This is the great white throne judgment. This is the judgment that the unsaved will face. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead small and great stand before God and the books were open and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which are written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it. And death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. So the unsaved, they face this judgment. There's going to be some books that are open. One is the book of life. The other is the 66 books of the King James Bible and they will judge the lost and they will be cast into the lake of fire forever and ever and ever and forever is a very very long time Alright, so the world has rejected Christ. Now let's go on to point number three. All are guilty before God. Look at Romans 3. Romans 3 verses 19 to 23. Now we know that what things soever the law saith, it saith to them which are under the law, that every mouth may be stopped, and all the world may become guilty before God. Therefore by the deeds of the law shall no flesh be justified in his sight, for by the law is the knowledge of sin but now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested being witnessed by the law and the prophets even the righteousness of God which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe for there is no difference for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God and let's read verse 24 being justified freely by his grace 
through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. So by the deeds of the law, uh, there shall no flesh be justified. All right? It doesn't matter, you know, if uh, you know we we give to the Lord's work or we're a member of a, of a local church, you know, we get baptized or or anything else. We are only justified by the faith of Jesus Christ. And what does it mean to be justified? It is as if you have never sinned. Justice has been served. And you are free and clear by the grace of God. And remember that our righteousness is as filthy rags. So, whose righteousness do we need? We need the righteousness of God through Jesus Christ. Look at 2 Corinthians 5.21. 2 Corinthians 5.21. Hold on a second. Let me get there. For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. You see that? But you say I have never sinned. I don't sin. I live a good life. I give to the poor. I treat others how I want to be treated. But let's look at Romans 3.23. Romans 3.23 For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. For all have sinned. You see that word all? Let me ask you a personal question. Does that word all include you? certainly includes me. You see the word come there? Come is in the present tense. And so that means that we continually fall short of the glory of God. 
And sin earns wages. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And remember that all unrighteousness is sin. See, the glory of God not honored, not being thankful to Him, the wrath of God not being feared, no fear, no fear of God in the world's eyes. And fear, the fear of God is not just reverence, as a lot think. It's not just ref, uh, reverence towards God, it is actually fearing Him. Fearing the consequences of our sin. Fearing his chastisement. But you know what? All of that, that guilt before God if you are unsaved that that guilt before God can all be wiped away if you just put your faith and trust in Christ and his death burial and resurrection amen believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved and thy house. Amen. All right. I'll go ahead and uh, and I will stop right there. Uh, thank you uh, so very much for uh, being with us today. Thank you for your prayers for us, our families, our ministries. Uh, please continue to pray uh, for this podcast that the Lord will continue to use it mightily for His glory. Um, and um, we thank you all so very much for that. And, uh, and also, um, if, if you have any prayer requests, please don't hesitate to let me or Brother Landon know you know, and uh, you know you can you can comment, uh, you know, on uh, on our YouTube channels or um, our, our Facebook, uh, whatever whatever the case may be. Just you know, let let us know about your prayer requests, and uh, rest assured, right, that uh, that we will pray. Amen. All right. Thank you so very much. Until next time, God bless you.